ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Palm Wine Central Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Uncle AK, and with me, you know, all the other hosts and stuff, um, Danny Blue, Sir Hans, Aziz, what's up, fellas? What's up, fellas? What's up, what's up, man? How you doing, man? Yo, Happy Tuesday, everybody. Happy Tuesday, man. How was the the weekend? How was the weekend? Happy Memorial Day to everybody. Happy Memorial Day. The weekend was great until I woke up today and then I started seeing like stuff that transpired, whether I think it was today or yesterday and stuff like that. The lady in the park with the dog mm. and Tareen or whatever. And then the guy that just um, got killed, I would say he just got killed by the, the, the police officer, officer pressing up on his neck. I mean, that was very sad, and it's crazy that all of this, like, alludes to what we were talking about in the first episode of the podcast, and I advise listeners out there to go listen to that if you haven't. You know, it's just so crazy how um, we're being killed out here. This is is straight up facts, man. I I, I feel like, uh, yeah, I woke up yesterday too, man, and I seen that, and you know, for for a hot sec, and I just sat there, and and it kind of dawned on me, man. It's you know how to say um, in America, you innocent to prove yeah, guilty. Innocent. As a black man in America, I feel like I'm oh, guilty to prove innocent. <laughs> you are guilty. Period. There's no innocent you know for black man. It's just even when they do nothing. Have you noticed even how the media portrays it? And it's normalized. It's just like, oh, black man who looks like this. Convict black man says the young girl. Um, or it's like, oh, convict, you know, spent five years in jail, did this, was unlawfully shot by a police officer, still under investigation. It's always going to portray a guy as a negative way. And it's only a black people problem. Hmm. I ain't nobody ever had to like explain themselves before they even say whatever they had to say. It's like it's just black people. Man, nobody my thing is this, man. My thing is this, bro. You equip somebody with so many different tools, right, to do his or her job, right? You give them a gun, you give them a taser, you give them pepper spray, you give them a a a a in French, a coratelo matrade, thing in English, that 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 black stick thingy that they used to baton. hit people with the baton, whatever. You know what I mean? They call them, but I know what it is. They call it in French. The baton, matrade, you know all that stuff. You know, baton, you know what I mean? But you give people all these different things, but then when it comes to just a simple arrest, bro, like you go to the gun, the very first thing is you go to a gun, bro, just because, what, somebody's black. Look at other white people when they get arrested, man. They just put them on the floor and they're searching them, you know what I mean? And then it's another day in America. But then when it comes to black people, the very first thing is you want to take your dusty knee and strangle somebody with, or you want to shoot them before you can even ask any questions, man. Like, what's up with that? I don't blame them. I don't blame them. Let me tell you why. Because... Anybody that ever did anything wrong to a black man has never seen any consequences for it. <laughs> so it's not their fault. It's just a simple thing. It's like, listen, if kids still can be and they're still good, 
why would they not still try to get the candy, even though you said it's not a, it's not okay? You must be out of because your they fucking never mind. had. You must. I'm have just saying. No, head, I'm I, being for real because no. how many how many officers have you heard or seen that got arrested or went through the process like any other person if they had hurt a black man or a black woman? What the fuck are you asking, nigga? Like, I, I'm just hold saying. On. This is the hold fact. On. Hold on, there. hold on, Dan. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This goes back to a conversation I was, I was having with Aziz, right? And it's something that I'm beginning to really learn to understand. It's <clears throat> before I'll go, man, the Constitution was written, was written years, 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 donkey years ago, and we're still following that to today. Why don't they, you know, uh, um, look at it, improve it at That's all? That's what I'm not? saying. Hold on now. Yeah, some things have to be amended in that. Uh, bro, listen, certain man. areas, you know? Bro, bro, listen, man, listen, bro. Listen, there's a reason why they say, yo, don't change it. Because imagine if every president comes into power and decides to change something off of that constitution. Africa would be, like, this would be Africa. <laughs> this would be sure. ran like Africa, bro. You feel me? Because anybody could go in and say, you know what? I'm going to extend, I'm gonna extend my uh, presidency to, from five years to seven years. Or you know what? Oh, a, a, a president is supposed to do two terms. You know what? Let's extend it to three or four if you could dibble and dabble with the constitution. But to your point, Dan, you cannot, you cannot say that, oh, it's like, you know, black people did this, did that. Son, let's go all the way back to time. Why, like, what made us even mad in the first place? What are we even, we still don't understand where our frustrations even come from. But the reality is, understand where don't our matter. Come from. Because even those laws and those books and those things, when they were made or written, we were a third of a person. Man, nobody forced anybody to become a cop. Do you understand that? Nobody but put a gun to somebody and said, go be a cop. So if you decided to be that, you know what you're getting yourself into. That's why I understand. That's logical. But all I'm saying is this. If you make a mistake and you're not punished for it, Everybody else that makes that mistake or anybody that feels like they can do it, they will do it because they know it's an accepted bad thing because so what, nobody ever been punished. Like what is who, your point? Ever been, my point is what? very simple. I'm not, a, I'm not saying like these officers are the ones that are doing it wrong. I'm saying it's whoever is in charge of them because if one of them had done it and got punished like any other person, Guess what would have happened? Everybody else will think twice. Why do you think they don't touch the their white friends? It's not because they. they so Dan, are you saying that people should not be held individually? No, they should. But, but I'm saying the, the system of is flawed. Yes, it is. Like who? Do you understand that? I agree with that. Do you understand that everybody else, like when when the guy had the knee on his head and he was saying he wasn't breathing, all the other officers was chilling. Ain't nobody try to push him off and say, hey, man, it's cool. Yeah, and, and that's, what I, that's what I felt. I was, I was like, yo, why is this colleague now be like, yo, just ease up. Just ease up. Get off. And like, all of that was unnecessary. Because that, that looks like, normal to them. That, that is cool. That is normal. That is okay. Not even his colleague, right? What about the guy that was recording, right? Like, that's what I was talking about the last episodes, right? We got all these people that claim activists and that they're about this and that. And then when it comes down to be about action, that they're recording and narrating. Dude, get, get from behind the camera and get in front of the camera and get that guy off that guy if you're really about that action. 
Okay, hold on. Time out. Well, that's that's how you get shot, bro. <laughs> that's that's the penalty. You pay. That's the penalty you pay, bro. <laughs> Somebody gotta tell the story. <laughs> hold up. No, 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 no. I just, I just, I actually thought about that, right? I was like, if somebody, like, if somebody would have just thrown up their hands up in the air and just, like, move, like, lunch themselves at that officer and try to get him to ease up his, his knees just a little bit, you know what I mean? Could have yeah. probably helped, you yeah. know what I mean? But you never know in this kind of situation how it would turn out. Right. right, and even if you're not doing something physically, right, what about just outsmarting them? What about just calling a different group of officers and see what happens? See if a different group of people, maybe a black right. guy, goes up. Call different officers, bro. They had other officers there, and they was just focused on keeping the um the public from backing backing off of the scene. I'm I'm like, so, I'm gonna exhaust the officers from there. That's all. I'm I don't saying. know. I mean, I know I know we didn't we didn't plan on starting off the podcast like this, but um, waking up and seeing that vi- that video, uh, it, it weighed heavy on my heart, man, and it was so sad me watching it. You know, it's still, it's still, and, and plus two, a combination of of um, Becky over there calling the cops, lying that she's being threatened and um, acting like the guy's physically attacking her while she's on the phone with nine one one, and I'm like, damn, man. something a damn like, dog. These people really, like, yeah, I'm like, these people really <laughs> live in a bubble. Like they really, really live in a bubble, and when they see a black man, it's like they're outside of that bubble, and it's. It's a lot of fear that they had. I don't think that was fear. I felt like that was like, let me show you what I can do to you. It wasn't like she was nah, afraid nah. of him. Before she even called it, she explicitly said she was going to do it and say, I will call That's the what cops I'm saying. and say, an African-American man is threatening me. Like, I'm like, bro, are you serious? Anyways, man. Man, that's crazy, man. Listen, <clears throat> let's switch gears real quick, man. Um, Our last couch talk on um SITM podcast was about branding and marketing for creatives and small business in the era of COVID-19 you know um shout out to the panelists man we had a very very dope panelist from um team of jump africa um chico of um, perfect office solutions and and more um leslie tita of iowa spaces um um ivan of um of Iwing marketplaces and a whole bunch of different podcasts from IPU podcast to She is Africa to um, DMV podcast to IPU podcast. I think I said that already. Akanji, um, 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 of course, you know, uh, uh, co co podcasters, you know, on the, stuck in the middle of Mindbanya. Uh, everybody was, you know, almost, you know, all the um, to me top, you know, one of the top African podcasts in the you know diaspora was represented on there. I uh, just wanted to get you guys feedback on um, the information that was presented during our couch show. How did you guys feel about it? It's, it's pretty it was fantastic. lovely, man. Yeah, it was pretty fantastic, man. What it was, was one takeaway from it? Uh, uh, yeah, it, it was very, it was very informative. You know what I mean? It, it was very informative. Everybody had great points. Everybody, you know, it seemed like everybody was on the game. Everybody had, had done it, and they've seen different. Um, aspects of podcasting or branding you know and it was like wow and uh, and kudos to stuck in the middle man you guys have had a collective um a collective bunch of people who came from a very various background whether it be music or um building and 
an infrastructure, uh, a web infrastructure for advertisement purposes or um, merchandise um, sales, you know, and, and to see that, that was beautiful. And to talk about like, um, whether it's black or African, to see them like trying to push their ideas and vision out there, you know, that's how all of this other people that we look up to, that's how they started, you know, they started. And for Stuck in the Middle to give these people a platform to add on that, probably um, get discovered by other people and stuff like that. Like the guy with the um, the eye win, um, mm-hmm. I, I've never heard of him. I've never heard of him. And I was like, wow, that's that's great. That's, that's a very dope concept he has mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. So, See, man, the thing, the thing about that, man, the thing about Stuck in the Middle podcast, which to today baffles me about um, people not really fucking with it, right? It's like, yeah, man, you got young, you got you got young, you got young like us, you know, and doing it. Yeah, we're not popular, but don't get it twisted that the information is vital. You feel me? The information is very vital. It, 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 it's very it's very helpful because of my day to day when I'm doing something and I don't know how to, I always refer back to an episode from Suck in the Middle, somebody who did it. You know what I mean? Like in my like in my brain, it's an archive, bro. I know exactly where to go. You feel me? And I go pick up from there. Today. I was having a, man, shout out to this very, very dope Cameroonian brother called Brian, man. I, I just don't know his last name right now, but I had a two-hour conversation with him, man. I want to ask you guys this. The very first time you had your very first credit card, bro, what did you do with it? Hmm. What did y'all do with it, your very first credit card? I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> bro, I don't remember. No, but, but, the thing, but the thing is, like, my very first one was a secure credit card. You know what I mean? So I couldn't go wide or anything like that. You know, I probably, I probably purchased like gas or something. I was very cautious because I was thinking about that that um that that credit score, and I was like, mm-hmm. yo, my credit score about to be lit. <laughs> <laughs> so he told me he told me his very first credit card he used to buy um to purchase books on Amazon. Like he maxed it off purchasing books on Amazon. From textbooks to, you know, books that he wanted to read, like oh, okay. that would push him, you know, to a new life. And he also mentioned about like the Joe Rogan, uh, Joe Rogan podcast when he first moved here from Africa, how he helped him. And he's a software developer now. He actually reached out to me, you know, uh, <clears throat> on advice about podcasting and all whatnot. And you know, I'm uh, we've been trying to turn stuff into a powerhouse, you know, for podcasting. You know, bringing all these different podcasts and stuff. The whole idea too is also to be able to eventually. And I don't care if you guys steal this idea. People talk about things being saturated. I dare anybody to steal this idea because by the time we, you know, it's all said and done, <laughs> you guys will really hear the name stuck in the middle of a different light. And we just, we're going to create an app that will house all African podcasts yeah. out there. Best believe that. Hey, we're going to create an app that will house crazy. all African podcasts. Watch. That's dope. That is dope. I, I, I was saying, I was like, I was like, yo, Stuck in the middle of finding a lane, like especially in that DMV area, like collaboration, y'all collaborate, collaborating with everybody. You know what I'm saying? It's like y'all bringing all this, this people together. Especially I'm watching Zoom and I'm seeing like um, people from different podcasting places. I'm like, wow, that's great. Every and time, to see time, how people. Yeah. That couch talk, that couch talk brings a lot of people. And the fact that it's live, people can see it happening. Yeah, it's not it's share real, ideas, right? and share, share ideas, and figure out how to way to move forward. You know what I mean? To make it bigger, to monetize it. 
mm-hmm. due to greater mm-hmm. length and stuff like that. Yeah. So every time I, I tell anything that um, the difference between SITM and every other podcast is that they're inclusive and not exclusive. He always laughs, but it's so true, bro. Like every other podcast, right, right. we'll be like, oh, we're going to do it this way and we're just going to do it for us. But SITM is right. like, oh, you come and you come and you come. And that's the big difference. Right. Right? Like SITM is really the ecosystem now, right? There's so many different mm-hmm. people, so many different ideas, so many different walks of life. And mm-hmm. that's what I really call it. I'd be like, yo, I'm part of the SITM ecosystem. That's mm-hmm. dope. And yeah. you can, like he said, reach back into the ecosystem and find an answer to a question that you might have. Yeah, for sure. Man, <clears throat> I cannot, we cannot go further without, you know, um, giving a big old shout out to, you know, our hosts, Tutu and Reflex. You know what I mean? Um, that's a, that's definitely a good duo. Um, Tutu got a, 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 a YouTube channel. You know, um, I think is damn, it's going to be in the notes. Yeah. I don't know why I'm drawing blanks today. Bro. <laughs> you are you are bringing these people's talent, you know, they natural God-given talent. Like Ooh. when I when I watch Tutu, like she's on it. I'm like, yo, this girl, like she don't know it, but she's talented in how like she express herself. Yeah, her energy is cool. different. Like, yeah, she's bro. True, and, true, and Flex too. And Flex too. After that episode, I hit Flex. I was like, bro, you know, you could have been a good journalist. He was like, bro, I went to school for that. Son, I've, been like, this cat, I've been telling this cat this. I've been telling this cat this shit for the longest, bro. I've been telling him that, yo, you started this thing. Me, I'm good with behind the scenes putting things together. So drive the forefront and let me drive, you know, the back end. And to today, we're still going back and forth about it. And I hope that Bruh, you know, re- when he does re- this thing, he see it. I remember, I remember when we used to, when we started uh, stuck in the middle, and you were trying to tell him, he was like, "Bro, we need you to come on." He was like, he was adamant not to do it, and it was like, <laughs> and to see him just flourishing now, I'm just like, "Bro, this is this is a good approach to it," you know. Not to not to steal his shine for a sec, right? But I want I want people to. I want people to really think about what podcasting can do for each and every individual. Like, think about this real quick as I, as I say this. Man, shout out to the DMV podcast, man, because that, uh, the three individuals, right? Like, when you listen to their podcasts and, and you listen to the things that are able to use podcasting to drive, you know, that individual ambitions, man, it's insane. I ask myself that, why are we not even doing this? But then, like, I got... I got to see that, yo, we on a different lane too as well. So I cannot, I cannot, you know, uh, 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 um, throw my own, you know, advancements to the side because somebody's doing this, but I'm appreciating the fact that, yo, they have a different, they have a different aspect to this that I can tap into as well. But not to, you know, go far away from my point. My brother, I'm the oldest. He's, he's, he follows me, right? But mm-hmm. as the, as an elder one to say that, I don't look up to my brother as well is doing a disservice to myself. You know what I mean? Because I have my own shortcomings as well. You feel me? So when I look at him moving a certain way, I'm like, what if I move in that light too? What will life be like for me? But then again, I cannot really compare myself because I have my own visions and everything, but I cannot also negate the fact that, yo, the blood is, the, the, the brother is flourishing and all these different, you know, these different things. I can't write for shit. Maybe I can. Maybe I wouldn't just tap into it. You know, but he's good at it. So how can we leverage that for us? Because at the end of the day, you know what I mean? In our, in our African roots, right? And I know 
old, uh, I know my um, my bangers will probably come at me for saying this, but since once the women are married and gone, we the guys with the one left back, right, to carry the family, the family's name father, right? So yeah, I'm looking at my brother like, yo, I'm looking at my brother like, yo, let's work together, Sam. We're not just brothers, but we're business partners, right? All I want for that guy is to drive this thing because he's good at it. When feedback comes, people say, like, even my own sister will tell me, yo, Sam, you suck at this thing, man. Your brother's way better than you. I'm like, true. I never said I was good at it. <laughs> I never said I ever knew what I was doing. But I knew for a fact that my brother is the person for this. I knew for a fact. I told him since day one, and I was still telling him today. If you look at my couch talk, you look at his couch talk, he's got numbers that mine. And to still sit there and say, yo, you know what, though? I'm going to carry this thing. I'm going to carry this thing makes no sense. Mm. It makes no sense to me. It's like having a star play. It's like having Lionel Messi, but then you go play. Uh, 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 who sucks? Um, you go play everybody no, else. Everybody else. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you bench. And then you bench Messi. It makes no sense. You feel me? But anyways, I feel like all these let you know we've, we've spoken about credit cards. We've spoken about uh, our responsibilities. I gotta ask you guys this, right? A lot of us want to save. It's quarantine time. I hope we've all been saving. But hey, in terms of savings, right, and investments um, and all that stuff, how much is too much? How much savings is really too much, bro? I'll start by saying this. I don't think there's like um, a too much amount. I feel like it dep- first and foremost, before you save, in order for you to save, you have to save for something. You got to have a goal, like what it is that I'm trying to save for. And also, I've realized that a lot of people will tell you, I don't have enough money to save, but I'm, I'm not trying to bless anybody again. If you can afford to go to the club and buy a bottle, and you can't afford to put the same amount you spent that night into a savings account and not touch it, brother, sisters, you're doing something wrong. Because understand this, a savings is what you people usually put aside for you, for rainy days, okay? But really, it doesn't really have to be like that. You could just save for a house, you can save for a phone, you can save for a car, you can save for those things, or you can save for a vacation, you can save for all those things. But I feel like the concept of people understanding that saving isn't, oh, I'm putting money away so that I can say I have it, that's just not how it works. Now, too much money is saving and still being broke. In what sense? If, you're, if you have money in your savings, but you're, you're piling up debt, that is not the right way to do it. But mm. if you are saving, like I said, if you're putting money aside for, I don't know, buying a house, buying a car, buying yourself a gift, that's the right way to save it. Because I feel like people don't, understand the whole concept of money money is there for you not the other way around so if you're gonna if you if you look at money before you look at yourself you've already started doing it wrong and also saving is not putting money in that account and like looking at it if your money is not making you money you're wasting your money because somebody else is grabbing your money aka your bank and investing in things that you could invest in by yourself and keeping the difference. So you gotta have, let's say, for example, to buy stocks, right? 
I would encourage everybody to, anybody that has $1,000 should get a professional and see how that goes. Unless you, you actually work in it, therefore you're not the person I'm talking to. But if you're gonna work, if you wanna save money or have a bright future financially, you will require a savings account for rainy days. So back to like a case question, let me be specific. How much is a lot? I feel like if you could save money that pays your bills, and I'm talking about your cell phone bill, your rent, your car note, your X, 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 and Y, Z. If you can put three months of that amount into an account and be able to live within your lifestyle for three months, you're good. After that, you shouldn't, I don't, I'm not going to say you shouldn't put money aside. I'm just saying you should look into investing. Investing, it comes with a lot of risks, first and foremost, but it has rewards. You can make more money. You can increase your money. The same way, I mean, a lot of people, especially in these times, would say, man, like everybody put their money aside and look at it now. Yes, the market dropped. They had to crash it. But reality is this. Things go down and they go back up again. And you're still going to be alive for the time it goes all the way back up. Mm. So I, I feel like, you know, and, 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 and I take in this, this, this question, right? I got to understand first, first and foremost, like when somebody say how much is too much, are we talking about what you're putting into your savings account? Or are we talking about what you investing? Or are we like, I'm looking at, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I, sorry to cut you, cut you no, off. No, go ahead, go ahead. But it, it all stems from like what Dan said. Like, you have to have a goal on why you're saving this money. You know, is it for retirement? Is it for your future plans or whatever? But I think it first starts with um, gaining or looking for the knowledge that fits your your purpose of saving. You know what? See, 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 one thing, one thing, one thing that I don't want us to do, right? It's feed the general narrative of things. Let's not feed the general narrative of things. Let's speak about. I wasn't going to, bro. I wasn't going to, bro. I wasn't going to. That's not my thing at all, bro. To be honest with you, I think that's about. What do you mean, feed the general narrative of saving? I just go ahead. For me, so for me, right? I believe in flipping everything. So I don't really care about saving like that. I got enough to, to just in case money, right? But everything I do is flip, right? I got an IT so I can flip. Everything. If I get some money, I'm trying to get some more money. I'm in real estate because I want to flip. Just having money sitting around doing nothing for me is not for me, right? I'm not that guy that's going to wait on a 401k and say 30 years from now, it's going to, it's going to accrue enough that's, that I'll be okay with. No, I'm, I'm my own 401k. Just look mm-hmm. at the 401k now, right? Look at all those people that that relied on that and look at how messed up they really are going to be, especially if they're retired. But, 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 but I'm saying it has to fit your narrative, right? Like somebody yeah. might have some extra money like laying around and might, that person might be risk averse. 
So he, he could take that money and invest it into the stock market. Somebody might have a little bit of money that is not risk averse. You might want to just want to put it in the bank account and make right. zero point zero zero something percent off of it. The thing about you the thing, so the thing about risk averse, right? The stock market is very is very risky too, though. So it's really about feeding yeah. that narrative, like AK was talking about, right? Because everybody loves to say the same thing, and they love and they all have the same results, quote unquote, right? But the reality is that when you look at the bigger picture and you look at how people live and who's really living, the quality of life is not even there. It's like everybody goes on this one narrow road, right? And I always like being that guy that says, everybody's doing this. Let me go this way and see what happens. So I want to invest in me, right? Everybody always talks about being their best. The only best I want to be is my last best. You know what I mean? I'm not looking at what anybody's doing. And for me, it's been working. And a lot of people around me are like that too. They're about flipping. They're about making money and then flipping that money. And then, and just like you said, right? I got, I definitely got those goals too, right? Where I have a narrative where like, I'm looking at a house that's 600,000. So I want to put a, a 20% down. I got to get that, right? So I'm not going to get that doing a nine to five. I got to flip that some way, shape, or form, right? Right. Because and I that's why I say we have to do that with stocks we, today. I'll be waiting 20 years. Right. No, no, no. I wasn't saying everybody go out there and like invest in stock. I was like, if you want to save, save in the realm of it fits your narrative. Right. If you know you can save, save. If you know you can't save, then do something else that is going to get you that position where you can save, where you can be comfortable. No, I, I get uh, what you mean, I'm, I'm going to cut y'all off real quick. I don't think any, like I said, saving is not, it's not like a surprise thing. Again, everybody can save. It's yeah. just you willing to do the work. Right. Because, I, like I said, like if you can go out and buy a beer, that's $20. <laughs> if you can put that $20 on the side, I don't know how many beers you drink a week, but I'm pretty sure if you did that for four or five years, you would have enough money to go start and do something. Like if you really want to flip. It's the concept in which people understand right. that saving is it's like a lot of work. Like I got to sit down. I have to have an account. I got to do this. I got to do that. But there is no... That's, that's why I say... That's why I say... That's why I say you gotta be willing to 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 seek out knowledge, and then get gather your 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 information and see which one best fits you. You know what I mean? Like, and, stop. And I will agree with Aziz. I didn't understand. Stop too. Still don't understand it. I will agree with Aziz. In agree this with Aziz on one particular thing. People have been lied to. Big time, man. The nine to five and it. It's been proven. It's been shown. Because imagine people that work for 40 years of the whole entire life. You're retiring now. Your company goes bankrupt. You ain't got nothing. And there's no law. or, Bruh, I don't know who's going to come up and say, yo, I got you. Nobody say I got you more than you say Bro. I got you. So to your point. You're the only one that got you. Hold on, you. You guys are missing the point, right? Because everybody is looking at it as for them. But we're talking about generally. You should look at things that fit what your current state is to drive you to where you want to be, right? It could be whatever. So it's not like saying, oh, nine to five is not going to cut it. Yeah, nine to five. We, listen, not bro. Cut it. But what I, 
But what are you willing to do out of that nine to five to get you See, to your desire? This is what I'm telling the people that listen to us. I'm telling them, don't gate play. Because right now, I've realized that we have the ability to give the knowledge. You understand what Aziz is saying, right? I understand what Aziz is saying because we are all doing that. And I want people to understand that it's doable. You don't have to quit your job to get, to get a hustle. You don't have to, like, put everything aside and, like, not have a life for you to start something. It's not about how much money you can put in. It's about understanding that the little bit you have can take you farther or closer to your goal. Like Aziz said, he goes in real estate, it's 20%. You ain't gotta start with a half, half a million dollar house. You could start with a $100,000 house, that's 20K. If you ain't got the 20K, sit down and say, all right, cool, this is what I do, this is how much I make. This is how much I can put aside. It's gonna take me two years to get that 20K. What else do I need? I need to make sure my credit stays clean. Okay, what can I do to do that? This, there is not, it's, it's not rocket science, bro. But like you said, the knowledge is- But all, of the, stuff, all of the stuff that you mentioned, all this stuff that you mentioned are still a form of saving. That's true. Yes. Because you're, you're saving to double up your money, right? Exactly. So if you're if you getting a credit to flip it, that's still saving. It is saving, but there is two. There is a good saving and a bad saving. A good saving is a saving in which you can never, you are not guaranteed. Or could I? Let me put it this way: If you save your money and somebody else has a say to it, that isn't you. That ain't your money. I've seen a lot of people that have money in their accounts, but they can't go in and grab it because of the agreements they have with banks, because their banks are flipping their money to make themselves money. And you can't even go in and say, hey, man, like my mom, my mama's sick. I need this much money to put it in, the, like to put her in the right hospital. You know what I mean? And that's your money. Yes, man. I know too many guys that um, sit on their money and then they end up gone and the money's there and they're gone and i always told myself man i'm always gonna leave this earth on empty and not on full so saving is cool and having that savings is cool but i'm gonna put everything i i make and everything i earn back in the streets and i'm gonna live my life to the fullest so i'm gonna be i'm gonna be secure but i'm gonna be damn sure gonna live I'm not one of those guys. I'm not gonna say I'm not buying Jordans because I want to buy a car. I'm getting the car and the Jordans. <laughs> Speak. <laughs> and I, I like the word you just used, secure. Security is not having money that you can look at. Security is having a state of mind that, yes. that assures you that everything gonna be all right no matter what comes your way because you already got it. Yeah, exactly. And I well, had to drop the mic. <laughs> You're dropping the mic, man. You still, you still, but, you still have that. But, but Aziz, aren't you, aren't you kind of contradicting yourself here? It like saying, yo, in a sense that you said, oh, if you if you want a car now, you're not gonna wait to to to, to purchase it, right? But you were saying something about flipping. Yeah. So how about if 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 you if you have 
10000 a day, why would you take it and go buy a car when you could flip it to 20000 and then use the 10000 that you were going to buy that car and buy the car, and now that's you what, have another 10000 That's what I would do. That's what I would do. We're, saying it, we're, we're speaking the same language. The money that I'm making okay. is always going to be flipped, but I'm flipping it to get exactly what I want. I'm not flipping it to go put it in an account and say, okay, it's there. I'm flipping it because I have a goal that I'm going to get that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, we're saying the same thing. If I have 10K yeah. and I know I can make 30K, yeah. I'm going to make 30K, but I'm going to go to the dealership right after that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, want, I, want, I, I want to be critical with this question about saving. It's, it all comes down to your needs. Like, what are you doing this for? That's true. You know, and how you go about it. Does it fit, does it fit your, your, your uh, narrative? You know, mm -hmm. so that man, people of the podcast world, you know, what I mean, this, 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 this is a topic that you know, um, we do, you know, we we get to deal with on a you know day to day, and you get to deal with it too on a day to day. So I encourage you and I implore you to please, please, please share with us, you know, in the comment section. By the way, rate this podcast, man. We need you guys to rate this podcast. We want to see the top, you know, and uh, better you know, rate, better history, rate, you know rate it. Comment, y'all share with your exes, five. your ex exes, whichever don't matter. <laughs> Comment, man. We'd love to hear from you guys, yeah, man. Bro. In terms of saving investing, hey, but would y'all would y'all share would y'all share this podcast with your exes? Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. why not? I'm sure yeah, it's a lot of All I need is people right. to listen, bro. Listeners, li listen, listeners out there, I just wanted y'all to make sure to, to hear this that whatever we're telling y'all to do. We're gonna do it ourselves as well. Some of my exes, I, w I would, I would, I would send it to them, but unfortunately, I don't got their numbers. So <laughs> I got, a, I got a random question about exes since you brought that up. This is completely okay. random. Are you? How many guys on here are are friends with their exes after they break up with them? Honestly, and is it mm -hmm. a genuine friendship or is it with stipulations? Uh, I'll take I this am. one. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you guys have been talking, so let me at least even <laughs> shed some light to this one, right? So, <laughs> I'm still friends with some, or if right. not all of them. But, man, there is like, there are guidelines to these friendships. You know what I mean? Like, there are guidelines, you know? Just don't call me because you feel like it. Nah, I'm not with that shit, man. Just don't come because you feel like it. Like, I need, I need substance. Like, come with me with, with, with a problem or concern, and we can address it. Right? I already have enough. I already have enough friends to be talking to on a daily basis and stuff. And that already is a headache, man. You know what I mean? So, and you know, exes sometimes will come with so much headaches, man, because it's like, oh, this, that, 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 or they might hear something that the thing happened a long time ago, and then I don't want to have that conversation about it. I'm like, bruh, this like donkey years ago man why are we still talking about this right and for me i try to like stay away from stuff like that i'm a very friendly person probably probably friendly to a fault until you decide to like say or do something stupid and then you know um dark ak comes out and yeah most people say i don't like dark ak but hey, it is what it is man you know I'm, I'm i'm only human and i'm a work in progress but i would love to be a friend for my exes man but we also, the way we broke up, man, that shit, sometimes that should be draining, man. So you just got to give some space there, let everything settle, 
then you know come back and then go from there. But I'm friends with most of my exes, most of them. Um, some of them moved on. I moved on too. Uh, we could talk about things, laugh about things, and yeah, we will just move on in good graces, man. That's that. Hey. Well, I'll go after you, and I'll say that um, I okay because I'm in a relationship. Nigga, you don't even have I, an ex. What are you trying to even say? You don't even have an ex. No, like listen, there are people that were, you know, we had our understandings. No, that's not an ex. That's not that, an ex. That's not an ex. But. I don't know, Dad. You don't have an ass? Yeah. Listen. I don't understand. I don't want to believe that. I don't want to believe that. I, well, there's, you know, I've dated here and there. And um, the thing is this. And to me, it was always, if you and I had, you know, like, first and foremost, I always believe in, like, friendship before anything. So we kind of, you know, we, we had some going on and it went beyond that. But now, whatever we were trying to take it, it didn't happen. And now we kind of just, like, cool peoples. But um, I feel like I would advise everybody to have a straight-up conversation with your, you know, exes and just be honest. Because some people um, get too comfortable with what used to happen. Like, for example, if... um, you know, if we used to talk at night all the time or whatever, or like kick it, you know, meet up in bars and like have a drink and just talk and shit. That might sound cool, but that might bring some things back. It might not be towards, like, you might not have any feelings towards it, but the other person might. So I just encourage everybody to just be vocal about how they feel it and like take as much time as they need in order to get over somebody. But uh, being in a relationship and all, like, I personally can't <laughs> be, like, too cool to anybody at all. Like, because it's, it's like this. Um, and this is something, of, like, a friend of a friend told me. It's like, I know I'm a good dude, right? And, I'm a, and I know I'm friendly and I know I'm going to help you and I know I got you. I got your back or whatever. Um, but my intentions were just genuinely good, right? And you might have taken it a different way, especially, you know, a friend of a different, you know, sex or opposite sex or whoever you're attracted to. And they might take it a certain way. So in order to save myself a certain headache as I'm saving, you know, like my relationship some problems, it's best to kind of have boundaries with anybody. And this is not just access, like with anybody that comes within, you know, in my life. We can have friends together, me and my girl, but like me personally, I have friends that are, they've passed the brag on check in a sense where we've, we've been friends for a long time and we've had this thing going and even them, they know that where I am, like boundaries are. Like you can't be calling me in the middle of the night, like unless you're dying. And in that sense, I'm not. I can't save you. So, you know what I mean. Like to add on to that, Dan. Um, I feel like once I start talking to somebody, or I'm looking to first be friends with that person, um, know them on a friendship basis first before anything relationship. 
So once it's all, I mean, once it's, I mean, if it's done, if it's over, I'm not looking to be enemies with, um, with this in, individual, right? I'm not looking to be enemies because the same vision I, I, I once had, because I'm somebody like, when I look at somebody, right? I begin to start look at your potential. I'm looking at your potential. That's what I'm looking at first. You know what I mean? How can, right. how right. can I, how can I add value how, to you? Yeah. You know what I mean? How can I elevate yeah. you? So whether we're done or not, and it doesn't even matter how we're done, the good side in me will always want to elevate you, right? I'll put all my mm-hmm. different, like the, that hurt inside, I'll put it inside. Once you say, okay, I'll need help with this, I'm looking to elevate you, right? But the minute you start bringing in, so what about us though? You think, uh, bro, that's where you start losing me, man. Cause I'm like, yo, that, all that was said and done. We're done with that. Right now we're moving forward. Don't be bringing up all this past stuff. There's a reason why, to me right now, there's a reason why the, that word X was coined, right? It's your X. You, you, you tried and it didn't work. You tried again, it didn't work. What the fuck is the point of keep pushing? Keep pushing a button that refuses to be pushed. What's the point of that? You know what I mean? Let's just have this friendship, you know what I mean? Let's just elevate each other and just move in good graces. Today, if I walk in a room, bro, and I see all my exes with, I know the dude, you know, the dude that they're with, I'm going to shake his hand, like, what up, dog? You know what I mean? Yeah, you good? Yeah, yeah shake a yeah. hand. What up, dog? You good? Yeah, keep it moving, bro. You know what I mean? Keep it moving. No, I'm not looking back. I'm not, no. You know what I mean? I tried. And I failed. I have my shortcomings, too. And that's that. Probably it was, God said, this is not the person for you. Who am I to force that? Who am I? You see what I'm saying? For me, it's more of how can I elevate you? Because I'm, I'm on that path where, you know, giving back, it's not just monetary. You know what I mean? The little skills I have, how can I add to what you're trying to do? And if that's what you're trying to do, then let's do that. Even if I'm in a relationship right now, the girl I'm with cannot understand that, yo, I'm just trying to elevate this person. Then so be it. I'm not going to like say, oh, I'm not going to talk to her because the girl I'm with is tripping. No, you're going to trip till you die. If I'm no, not I don't doing anything wrong, you're going to trip till you die. It's that simple, bro. I'll but say this. More. Like, people on a trip because of what you show them. So, like, I feel like if she's your girl and you put... I beg to do nah, like, understand me this. Like, if she's she your girl and y'all put things together and she understands where you're coming from and where you're going with this, she works. She, she's supposed to support you, right? So it's like a teamwork. So if I'm, let's say I'm, you know, I'm pushing somebody's car and you're my boy and you see me pushing somebody's car, why would you come and push the car with me? You know what I mean? Like we're pushing a car for a friend, right? So what about, so what about, so what about a, a, a broken, what about broken people? How do you deal with somebody who is broken? Just, who, that's, that's who has this like doubt? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, that hold on, hold on. That analogy, I ain't get it. What do you mean? Whose car are you pushing, and who do you want to come push the car? Let me find out Dan side hustle is pushing cars. <laughs> Yo, you gotta bring that back. I'm like, is it the ex coming to push you? <laughs> I'm just saying, man, like, it's a helping hand. That's all I'm saying. Helping, helping hand, hand, too. Let's see. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, but, like, yeah, as this, okay, as this, answer your question. As this, answer your question, man. I'm curious as to what you guys say. This. 
bro. I'm trying to I'm trying to um figure that out myself sometimes. Like sometimes it's easy mm. because it's time kind of like heals all wounds on both ends. And sometimes it's just like, mm-hmm. wow, how did we get here? So it really depends on how it ended, right? Like for me, it's 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 uh it's it's challenging. I, I don't Hey, really, but don't but but don't you think don't but don't you think like letting that relationship that friendship, don't you think it will kind of make you fall back in the fold as y'all being together again? Yes, yes, that's exactly, bro. Exactly, bro. Like that's that's why it's so difficult for me. Like I can't just look at you and, and look at you like every other chick because you're not every other chick. And then certain yeah. things will happen, and it'll kind of take me back to a moment. And I love living in moments. So if I get back to that moment, then I want to relive that moment because it was such a good moment. Mm. So it, let me let me. Let me ask you this. You said like every other chick. What do you mean by that? So in your in your life right now, yeah. when you say every other chick, it's every other girl other than your girl in the same pot. Do you hold them in the same regard, like in terms of respect, in terms of friendship? I don't know why not. No, my, my chick my chick is set apart. So I no, can't. I mean, I mean, no, your chick is already set apart, right? Yeah. Yeah. But then, um, I mean, well, for me, you know what I mean? Like, I got friends, like, lady friends that we go way back. You mm-hmm. We'll go way back. You see what I'm saying? And even if I get into a relationship today... I, I like I, how you put that, lady friends. I like how you use that, lady friends. You know, lady friends. <laughs> they, you know they, I mean? they, they're bros, man. Like, if you've been together, if we've been friends for, like, more than five years, you're my bro. You, you're my brother. Man, fuck all that, dog. I, 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 I'm just saying. You guys, nah, dog. Listen, listen, man. Nah, listen, man. Man, listen, man. Nah, listen, man. Nah, listen, man. Nah, listen, man. Some men, some men always say, oh, 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 oh you my nigga. I don't care what you say, Dan. Niggas say, you my bro, you my bro. Wait till that girl spreads her legs, bro. Let me see. Right. Let's test your bro card. And I was about to say that, bro. Like, every situation that I have with somebody that's a female friend of some sort, at some point, somebody likes somebody and it got really interesting. And then it, somebody had to be like, ah, well, maybe we should. And and then it and then it gets it gets kind of complicated because hey I like good looking people I'm a good looking guy so um I'm only gonna attract them. But that's a thin lining though. Like if y'all started off of like being real cool friends and then one person is like yo we should take this to the next step I don't know bro because like the next step is not gonna be like hi y'all was friends you know what I'm saying it's like she's gonna be irritated by things that you do like if she's coming to your house all the time and spending the night she's gonna be like damn i ain't know you was like this you know what i mean so that's like a very great area to work with nah bro she she knew you were like that bro the difference is you move from friendship to a relationship or a situationship like the title differentiates the level of uh, uh, um, emotions uh, uh, the level of, uh, 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 of of understanding, bro. Listen, man. You could be friends with you could be friends with a chick today. Son. You guys could go out, turn up. You know, what I mean, drink, come home. People pass out. You hook up with this person, that person. Then you get into a relationship with that, with, with, you know, boy or girl. Get in a relationship. The dynamics change. Son, the same shit you were doing when you guys were friends. I dare you to do I, it. I, I feel like well, as, a man, as a man from the jump, from the jump, I feel like 
from the jump, you already had this woman or this girl in sight. Like, yo, as soon as the opportunity comes, I'm taking it. I'm not, I'm not wavering away from it or say like friendship or whatever. Like for guys, I know of rip. If that girl gives them that opportunity, they would take it. It's not gonna be about no friendship, blah blah blah, whatever. Not always, but not always, bro. To, not always, bro. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes, yeah. like sometimes it's just the moment, and it happens. And I like mm-hmm. I like the moments, and I like creating the moments sometimes too, just because it, it's a historical thing, and uh, it means so much in that instant that both of us will never forget it, right? So I don't I don't really go into any kind of friendship and be like yeah I really really like Shorty and I, and I and I definitely if she if she throw it I'm definitely catching I really don't but there's something about that person that drew me to her for that because that we're friends right mm-hmm. and then something might happen right and then um you you've been there before where all of a sudden like it's just you two you and the person in the room or you and a person are out. And then uh, you feel you feel this energy that you never felt before, and everything just begins to feel right. And before you know it, you're in something or in between something that you never really wanted <laughs> to happen in that capacity. So life happens like that. That's why you gotta put boundaries. Never be alone. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, but I think, I think we kind of we we kind of got away from uh, just questions about like the exes. Yeah. I mean, uh, anyways, let me ask this, man. Let me ask this, right? How do we deal with peer pressure, right? Our peer pressures to be involved with, uh, and I'm talking about peer pressure that, you know, involves drinking, drugs, sex, man, anything that negatively, you know, impacts, you know, you from progressing. Like, how do you deal with that, son? Because, you know, I mean, for me personally, like, <clears throat> There are moments, so, so for example, there are days when, you know, I don't really feel like going out or drinking or anything like that. But then, you know, my, you know, you know of course, you know, one of you, Dan, you know, Josh or, or Hans or even Aziz, you know, Aziz never gonna be able to hang out because I don't even know if hang out. But we've hung out before. Yeah, we've hung out before. But anyways, let's just say that you don't, you know, you don't want to go out and spend this money, right? But then you, you're like, man. Shit, this is my homeboy, man. I feel like next time I'm hitting him up to go hang out and spend bread, he's not going to because I, I, I refuse this. Man, how do we deal with that, bro? How do we create a system where it's okay to say, I don't want to do this without repercussions? Well, let me let me start by saying this. AK, if we go out and I and I take you out the way I go out, you might never go out with me again. <laughs> oh, please. I beg, paint us a picture first, of how you go out and where you go. Paint you, us a picture of you will spend, first of all, you will spend. And you will do things that we will never talk about again. <laughs> we will never talk about them. <laughs> I, I got to say this. Never talk about Quarantine, please be over today. <laughs> just know, no, just know, bro. I love God, but I still have a good time. I still have a good time. Man, that's that's most important, man. Yeah, good time. All right, I'll say this though. I feel like people gotta stop with uh oh I went out because it told like I can not not go. What you mean, bro? If you're broke, sit your ass down. But I'm gonna say this. If you hit me up and say, yo, we gotta go out tonight, and he wasn't playing, and you telling me we gotta go out. And I tell you I ain't got the money. 
and you tell me to pull up, I expect you to even get my Uber. Cause this is, but that's because of how I do things, though. Like, me, the way I roll, it's like this. So, like, if it's my night and I feel like I want to do so, and I want to do something with you, and if you can't do it at the same level, I would rather pay for you than make you broke. Because this is on me. Like, I'm the one that I couldn't wait to afford. It's, it's kind of my thing. But I'm not going to do it with everybody. I'm going to say that, though. Like, we got to be cool in order for you. Like, if I text you and then you pull up and then you tell me, yo, I ain't got money, you should have just stayed home. Oh, like, you should have said I don't have money. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's just... No, but are you saying, are you saying pull up with the directive of saying that, yo, pull up? Let's contribute and like let's do this. Or you just ain't pull up. Now the pure pressure is like this. If like you know how people be like, yo, we we out here, we're doing this, you know, pull up, let's do this. Reality is this, man. You never do anything that puts you back. Like if if you got some shit to do tomorrow and you know that if you go out with us, we I'm an after party dude. And an after after party. Like I like my 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 Sunday mornings barbecues while I was still drinking. Like, that's what I do, you know what I mean? So, like, if I go out on Saturday, we're going to have an after party, and then we're going to, like, barbecue in the morning and have something to eat, and then y'all can go home, type of stuff. So, if you can't hang, I feel like it's your responsibility to tell people that are calling you out that, yo, I can't do this. Because this is the thing. I don't know if it's ever happened to you where somebody pulls up and they didn't give you all the information. Now they're staying outside. They're like, yo, I can't get in. Like, can you come Can you come get me? You get outside, they're like, yo, I ain't got the money to get in. Now I'm like, shit, I got a whole kid on me. That's you, bro? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... I got a whole child on me, fam. Like, <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> yeah. It came over here making us lose our train of thought. <laughs> I was going second. I was gone. Like, <laughs> I was trying to see. I was trying to see if Dad could talk through that. I was trying to see if Dad could finish the talk through that. Hey, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, I feel like pure pressure. Pure pressure is 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 isn't worth it like what you get out of it isn't worth it and then now some people just want to drink bro like i feel like some people don't really need a pure pressure and by the way i'll say this i don't think pure pressure exists i feel like pure pressure is it gives people an excuse to do what they wanted to do but didn't have the guts to do Hmm. it's like Hmm. i didn't text like listen you're gonna tell me that within a 30 minute or hour period I just called you, texted you. You had to have a feeling. Like, you got to feel something, right? Now I just give you an excuse for you to take care of what you wanted to take care of. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think pure pressure is something that, like, unless you have, like, you know, problems in which I encourage everybody to seek help. Ah, uh, but... <laughs> but if it's just pure... pure I mean, but like, you... you, you, you you gotta be realistic with people you hanging out with. You gotta be realistic with. Oh, no, I don't. I don't hate. Listen, <laughs> bro. If you ever, first of all, I've realized this. Friends are people that 
are at the same level as you in a sense where like I'm not talking about money, right. I'm talking about mindset. Because you can't like you can't tell me that you're my boy, but you can't tell me you're broke or you're gonna pull up here for me to pay for it. You know what I mean? That is not possible. You, that that doesn't make us boys. That makes me your sugar daddy. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just, <laughs> and that that is not a relationship I want to have with anybody at this moment in time. You know what I mean? I'm but then, good. but then, like we just have we just have to set the directive from the from the jump. You know what I mean? Like don't say pull up, and then like you you never know how that person is pulling up. And then they just pull say up, it, bro. I, yeah, that's a, that's what I'm saying. Like, say, yo, pull up. Uh, as 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 a twenty dollar cover, as a forty dollar cover to get in. We in such and such area. You know what I mean? Then that person will be like, Nah, I ain't coming. I ain't got forty dollars to spend. Cool. Then Then it's my choice to say, Yo, I got you, or I don't. Right, man. Dan is a peer very, pressure. He's a Dan, peer pressure, pressure is a thing, Dan. Dan, peer pressure is a thing. No, it is. Papers is a thing. If you leave in a DMV, my guy, you will understand. Bro, I'm hang out with you, and I don't like it. I do. I was gonna say that straight up. I'm gonna say it right now. Why? Why? Why don't you like it? Dude, I personally, I like to have fun. But I like, I like to breathe, bro. Like y'all, y'all just be going day party, afternoon party. Let's go here to have drinks. Let's go to the lounge before the club's open. The club is open. The club closes. Oh, we have another <laughs> club. Bruh. <laughs> I need a nap. <laughs> we, we started at 8 a.m. We are 8 a.m. again, and we, we go into the net. What's the move? What do you mean, what's the move? Don't you have a home? <laughs> like, bro, and then they do this on a daily, on a weekly basis. Like, why? This is not, this is a sport. I'm complaining, bro. Like, I, I didn't like it. Where you, where you at? Where you stationed at, Dan? Dude, right now I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm, okay. Hey, listen. And mind I've you, right? never been out. Never been to listen. a club. Never been to a bar out here. It's, uh, it's not my point. I don't have friends over there. Oh, uh, <laughs> mind you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> mind you. Mind you, there's somebody. Mind you, there's somebody. Who, could sit, who used to sit like this and finish a 48-pack Heineken by himself talking all this nonsense. But anyways, we're not going to... the belly to prove it. <laughs> so he's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a chicken. Dan doesn't want anything yeah. for his alcohol. Hey, how's, how do you do peer pressure, man? I mean, peer pressure, bro, like, I think... <clears throat> to speak about um, peer pressure, I think it's always impacted me positively. You know what I mean? Like if I if I go out and I see my boy like he's spending, that's like letting me know like you gotta get your chips up. You know what I mean? You gotta do something. Your mind always gotta think about like, all right, I need to do something to to um to come up. Figure figuratively speaking. So it's, it's I've never looked at it like in a negative way. Because for me coming out, especially in the DMV area, if I always told my friends pull up, they already know like Hans is like he's going all out. You know what I'm, yeah. I'm not. 
I'm not because I I, I was brought up like my my mother always say like if you're having a birthday party like you know how people would go out to dinner or something like that when we was a kid we'd go out to eat and it wasn't like oh invite your friends so they could come pay nah that was like tacky you know what I mean it was like invite your friend because that's that's like pressure on them because they're gonna start thinking like nah we ain't going to that birthday party because we got spend money you know what I mean it's like it's just you just want to have fun like you just want to have your friends around like nobody worries nobody worrying about anything so that's just how i came up it's just like if i invite my friends to come out they like okay we going hard so you about to get the sex in you about to get uh, i'm not like wearing like if you want to put something cool that's even more you know what i mean but i just want to go out have fun as i want to and enjoy myself and be around my friends and not worrying that and not thinking about like oh they're going to wake up tomorrow worrying about their bank accounts or anything like that you know what I mean I want them to wake up in the morning and be like yo that was a hell of a night man like thank you for coming for inviting us like we have fun blah blah and it becomes like something historical historical where we could talk about it for, for years to come that's, that's how that- I see it man like I always looked at it as a positive thing you know what I mean no matter what let me ask you this then. At what point do you sit there and say, you know what? I feel like I'm being taken advantage of. For me, it's never been like some brand new person that just out of nowhere, out of the blue, I'm inviting this person to come mm-hmm. out. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? If I send somebody that I've seen before just randomly in the club, I'm like, yo, come through, you know what I mean? Pour yourself a drink, enjoy whatever, and keep it moving. But like it's it's all because for me, like the people that I bring out is they like family to me. Mm-hmm. You know, we've known each yeah. other since we like knee high and stuff like that. So I've never looked at it like, oh, I'm taking advantage because at the end of the day, it's, it's me doing it. It's not me forcing anybody because I can't be doing it and be like, damn, I'm not feeling no love from nobody. Like, nah. Like, you know what's crazy? No to have fun. You know what's crazy? You've like, I've, I've, I've you know, I've seen. Hans is like a brother to me, you know what I mean? Like, we are cousins, but we're brothers, you know what I mean? Like, we we are brothers first before we become cousins. And you know, and, and at some point, it was like, you see me, you see Hans, you see Hans, you see me, and stuff like that. And when we go out, you know what I mean? When we go out, I remember at some point, it's like, I, I wasn't even working then. I just moved back to MD. And Hans was like, yo, let's go out and shit. And I'm like, man, I don't, I don't got bread, bro. It's like, he would just give me that look, like, Nigga, did that did I ask you anything? I just said let's go out. You feel me? Right. And I'm like, all right, cool. Let's go. You see what I was like? I know we'll be there, you know what I mean? Homeboy will buy bottles and I just stand there like this, bro. I'll pull my arms up and be like, wait, hold up, man. What is it that this guy is doing right now? I'm doing wrong. Mm-mm, something's wrong somewhere, man. I'm like, bro, nah, big, tell me this thing, man. Now wait, tell me what is what are you doing, bro? How 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 can I get on this money status, bro? You feel me? So when when he speaks about peer uh, pressure being motivational, you know what I mean? I see, it, I see it in that light too. It's like, yo, how are you doing this? Teach me how you're doing this so that I could get on it too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, Aziz, peer pressure, man. How you, how, how you deal with it? Uh, I really don't, to be honest with you. And I think I, I was thinking about how everybody responded and I was kind of like trying to process my process so to speak. And I think I don't deal with it because um, 
I really don't cruise control, right? I just kind of control my own cruise. So I kind of have like people in different categories of my life, right? So I got people that I turn up with hard, hard. And then I got people like you, AK, that have never that have never seen that side. So you're like, nah, he don't do it, none of that stuff. I'm, I'm, I better not even call him because he's going to go to church. You know what I mean? And, and, <laughs> and, and, and it'll surprise you to see the things that I actually do. And then there's, there's people that like are my voices of wisdom, right? There are people like that are just brothers beyond brothers. So mm-hmm. and when in relation to, to peer pressure, I kind of understand everybody I'm dealing with at a, in a given moment, right? So I don't have to worry about somebody trying to force me to do anything I don't want to do because I don't force anybody to do anything they don't want to do. I'm really right. like the come as you are type of guy, right? I keep mm-hmm. it simple. Like, yo, this is if this is you, this is you, this is me. If you need anything, reach out. And I keep it mm-hmm. that simple, right? I'm, I like what I like what Han said too, because I'm I'm that guy too. If I'm going out, I don't expect anybody to pay for anything, because I'm gonna pay for everything. Hey. We all we all we all there to have a good time. Doro boss. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's never. I'm gonna say this though. I'm gonna say this. I I did. I I still am like hands but like i had one problem (laughs) um listen i'm gonna be honest man like i got to a point where like because i'm you know back in houston that's when it's that's literally where i call my city because i really don't know what the heck is going on out here but like when i'm in houston or you know when i was still living in houston like we will go to clubs or a bar or someplace and if i pull up now you feel entitled to like you know what i'm doing like hence said like if, if you know i got my you know it's me and my people like i i already know who i'm with i already got my stuff right and then you come in and then you're like hey how you doing or whatever cool like now you want to sit in my section and order shit, right and oh, no. <laughs> now like yo i'm telling you the truth because i'm like my, okay, the reason why I do what I do for my people is because they are my people. And first and foremost, I know that, you know, any moment in time, these are the people that I would look up to or that I would go for any kind of situation, in any situation that I'm into, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. me spending money on them is the least I can do today because who knows? Like, you other people don't know what what our dynamic is. They mm-hmm. could have been the one that took me out like yesterday. You know what I mean? Like that's that's a personal situation between me and this person. Now for like these random folks that just pull up, because at first I used to be nice, man. I used to be like, you know what, it's whatever. But now, bro, I'm a straight up look at you and be like, who are you? <laughs> Who knows this dude? <laughs> Who knows this show? All right, did you invite him? Yeah. Ooh, like, <laughs> if you do, then that's all right. But it's just like, I feel like people feel entitled to certain situations that are fair. Like, you, you, didn't, you, didn't, like, you didn't come up with me. You can't be out here, like, trying to live the same lifestyle as I am. If you do, like, I'm cool. Just go, in your, go get your own section, do your own thing, and just live your life. And then I will say this. Like, I've seen a lot of situations where, like, People would have like birthday dinners, right? And t- take people on a fancy ass restaurant. I just say this, dog. I hate that shit with a passion. No, but like, yo, wait. Okay, listen. Like Han said, like, listen, if it's my birthday, I'm responsible for it. Because I'm the one that is setting this up. Unless somebody else set it up. 
and if somebody else sets up my birthday dinner, I would like you to understand something. If you're not in the financial state of paying for everybody, please don't mm-hmm. invite everybody. Because this is the <laughs> thing that I feel like, okay, that's the pure pressure I hate. It's like, okay, we are friends, right? So you're dealing with mm-hmm. some stuff. I'm not saying you're broke. I'm just saying you got to take care of stuff. And even if you were broke, it's, it's broke is, is a, you know, it's a momentary thing. Anyway. My nigga, my nigga, hold on, hold on, Dan, hold on, hold on, hold on, my guy. Dan, can I continue with my rent? Dan, hold on, Dan, hold on, <laughs> Dan, hold on. Because that ask thing question. kills me. Hold on, let me ask you this question, my guy. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. All of us, we are seated here. Let's say it's my birthday. And I decided that I want to organize a birthday dinner. You going to carry that big forehead of yours and come into that restaurant thinking that I will pay for you? No, 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 no. Listen, listen. This is a thing. Let me finish. See, <laughs> what I'm saying is this. If you organize a birthday dinner, right, it's my responsibility to be honest with you and say I ain't got the money. But you could... You cannot be mad at me or call somebody fake friend because they couldn't afford your fancy dinner. Because I've okay. seen that a lot. If you put it that way, they understand because you, you communicated when you said, yo, you cannot afford this. And if I still feel like, like if you're my guy and I'm like, yo, now nah, pull up, pull up, bro. It's, you know, I mean, if you're my guy, it's beyond monetary. It's beyond money. You, know? yes. I mean, you tell me you don't got it, bro. We will figure it out. But just don't show up and at the end, you're looking at me like, Hey, my nigga, you invited me, so you should pay for it. That's when I'll take no, no, no. the fork and I'll See, poke this one is, of the this is why I say, This is why I say these things. Like, if you got to be honest with yourself or honest with your wallet, bro. I will never pull up somewhere. Me personally, and I'm going to say this. If you invite me anywhere, I always come with my money and yours. Because I don't know what the fuck you're going to do. <laughs> I've been traumatized. By <laughs> Yo, like I'm being real. Like I cannot, like literally, if I cannot afford to take care of me and you, I'm gonna be like, yo, I ain't got it. And then you're gonna tell me, and I'm gonna be like, and and you're gonna tell me, yo, for real, like you can't even take care of you. (laughs) I'm like, no, I can take care of me, (laughs) but (laughs) can you take care of you? And if you say, yeah, just pull up for five minutes just to see if what you're saying is true. If I see anything <laughs> flaky, I'm out. <laughs> but why? I'm a just- but why? But why is it always? But why is it always the dudes with the Gucci's and the Louis that always be flaking though? Because they got the Gucci and the Louis. That's for and they sleep on the air mattresses. They sleep on their right? mattresses. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like yo, I I didn't buy the belt, but at least I got the cash. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just saying. I ain't got nah, the shoes, but I got the grand. You know, I, I'm just saying. It's just yo, that that's slay queen behavior, bro. That's slay queen behavior. Right there. Yo, no, no, so, no, no. He's John, saying, now nah, he's John. saying, he's opposite. He's opposite. He's saying that he didn't buy the Gucci. That's why he's able to afford the dinner. But them niggas who bought just, the Gucci, they cannot afford it. That's what he's so saying. So you got this. Right? What I'm saying, like, uh, bro, like, okay. First of all. I don't know why people like to live beyond their means. Like, what's up with that? You got, I mean, like, make, and I'm not here to till you make it. I don't, listen, if you're faking into debt or faking into jail, you're not faking it. You're killing yourself. <laughs> I, I mean, mm. okay, let me, let me say this, though. Let's say you're with, like, like I said, right? You pull up at a restaurant, you eat, 
everybody pays their bill. You can't pay. And they say they ain't going to pay for you. Then what? No, watch this shit. You, th- then you pay yours and they go watch this shit. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's just like, I feel like people have, a, like, and this is entitlement. It's not even pure pressure. It's entitlement. It's like, how did you leave your house showered, clean yourself up, put on some nice clothes, iron your clothes? I don't know what you did. Drive, put on, Uber. Put on some whatever. nice cologne. You know what I mean? Like, drive, Uber, whatever. Say hi to everybody on that damn table with zero dollars in your account. And not even have the audacity of saying, yo, bro, I'm broke before I pull up, just so you know. Because I'm pretty sure. But then, 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 let me play devil's advocate real quick. You're the same dude that just said that if you pull up, you're pulling up with money for you and the other person. So now, if I'm the other guy, I'm going to expect that, you know, y'all, bro, you know, I'm just going to come yo. up with a sad ass story. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? My nigga, that got me. I've been telling you this. And Josh, we've been in a lot of situations like this where I just be like, you know what? I'm going to take care of this. Drop that story. That drop that story. I'm going to say this straight up because I was with Joshua in one of these. Flag on the plate. Drop that story, bro. And I remember me and Josh. Yo, Josh, you going to talk about Josh? Yo. Don't you remember what I said to you, though? I was like, this shit ain't worth it. It's not going to kill my mood. I'm going to take care of this shit. But just understand something. None of these niggas would ever make it back into the circle. Uh, I said that. But you didn't have to talk to me like that because that's not true. We've not been that bad so many times. We were together together that specific time when I say those words. Yo, listen, man. Oh, like, like, <laughs> this nigga, bro. That was one hell of a bust right there, bro. Damn. I'm man. just saying. You I'm were there. Right Don't now. you remember? You remember every single situation where I told you I ain't never going to do this shit no more. Wait, what? Because I was like, yo, you don't understand. Right That's right, bro. <laughs> man, like, uh, I ain't making it. They ain't making back in the pool because of the food. Damn, bro. <laughs> I mean, I'm always prepared, but damn. Come on, bro. <laughs> Wait, you say me? Are you thought you talking to general? You talking specifically me, Dad? Nah, he said no, you guys I, were in the you were, you, were, you were there. And Josh, uh, Josh was like, nah, nah, nah. I'm going to go talk to this nigga. I'm like, bro. Oh. We all know what oh, the fuck oh, okay, cool, cool. you clarified. So it wasn't me. <laughs> I, I thought like... you about to say it was me. Yeah, no, I, I was with you. It was you too, I was Josh. with you. I thought no, it was you. No, you were with me, but what? I wasn't that guy. <laughs> no, you remember because okay, I'm like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be like simple. I'm like, yo, I was with Josh. I tell this nigga, yeah. it's like, yo, y'all listen. See, y'all should see the Josh club right just now. He's bullets. <laughs> listen, the club <laughs> just closed, right, <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> listen, we, we, okay. First of all. We went to eat. Oh, uh, I like. Listen, I, I, I'm the one that said let's go eat. So, God, you know, one, I'm, I'm gonna take the bill. In my mind, it's just like I took the bill. We're going out after this. At least one of y'all buy me a drink. Like that. That's just common sense. You know what I mean? Like I invited you to dinner. Unless you could do is give me a drink. Nobody does shit. We get to the club. Everybody trying to pay cover. I'm looking at these niggas. I'm like, yo, like real talk. I ain't with this shit. Let's just get a table. Everybody like, all right, bet, bet, bet. I go talk to the homie, do this shit. Me and Josh, Josh is like, yo, nigga, 
have you gotten the money from this nigga? I'm like, nah. Like, I, I thought it's just like, we're going to take care of it at the bill. That was like, all right, cool. Let's go. We get there. The bill comes in. Everybody just chilling. I'm like, yo, ain't nobody going to put down nothing? They're like, uh, but I thought you said you. I'm like, yeah, nah, it's cool. I take care of this shit. And then I tell a couple of people to pull out of my crib. Because I had an Airbnb. I'm like, yo, y'all can pull up. And then these niggas out of your dad said they were coming. I'm like, nigga, I'm sorry, but you're not invited. <laughs> this, <laughs> you went, nah, like, it's, it's, you got to bring your own drink. I'm like, but like, yo, we've been together all night and whatever. I'm like, yeah, but like, actually, like, what's your cash out? Like, you got to send me some cash, man. Like, <laughs> I'm not your daddy. <laughs> And, and then this Josh, Josh is like, oh, man, just chill. Like, I'm going to talk to them. I'm like, what you? I didn't say nothing. All I said was, anybody so, coming in this house. So, Dan, what are you basically saying? You just wish they could have chipped in something. Listen, I'm not asking you to do things the way I do it. But this is the mm-hmm. thing. If, if, let's say the bill comes up to be 1200 all right? Mm-hmm. You don't gotta have twelve hundred or like a couple of hundred. Like I swear to God, if you even put twenty dollars, that puts respect. Like mm-hmm. it's like, all right, cool. Like I already knew you already told me you ain't got it like that. You you just dropped twenty, but it just sit there and like just be like, oh, I'm gonna take care of you. That makes me not see you as an equal. That's what I'm saying. So. When we're not equal anymore, I don't. I don't want to. But but then you can't. You can't. You can't. You can't do stuff like that and have a string with expectations. You feel me? You can't go to the club and make the decision to get a table without consulting and be like, "Oh, everybody chip in" or something like that, or "Everybody's gonna chip in when the bill comes." Mar- I mean, Hans, 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 Hans. If if everybody in line, everybody going inside the club, right? Nine times out of ten, they're not going inside the club to drink oxygen, right? So mm-hmm. even if that's what you're doing, you're still going to pay your cover. When that table gets paid, right. at the very minimum, go be like, okay, I ain't got it, but I'll give you this cover because we're getting it for free, right? Right. No, I, I understand. Now, like, go, every, everybody will be, wish. You're going to be that guy, but if you're going to be that guy that sits there, and all of a sudden, feels entitled to order. Oh yeah, yeah, we need more of this. We need no. We don't need nothing. Yeah, we need more hookah. Oh, we running out, man. Well, we need is for you to sit your ass down because you ain't got shit to put in. Nah, that, that's, that's a problem. Nah, that's a problem. Yeah, everybody has. No, everybody got a bad day. Everybody got a bad day. But don't pull up. Yeah, let me do that. Let me do the order. Okay, bet. Yeah, let me do the order. Pay you twenty dollars. Yeah, put 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 your twenty dollars up. Be like, hey yo, all I had, what I was planning to do, is come out and just breathe this fresh air in this club. So but here's my cover, you know, and it's but that. But you better sit there. And if you just if you just so happen to drink some ice, you drank some ice that night. Don't be over here trying to add. Oh, I think we need to get another. No, we don't need to get another nothing. Not another nah. bucket of ice. Not another. Nah, bro. Fuck that. The me I am right now. Don't come into a section with AK in it and think you're going to flake, bro. Oh, my God. MC, <laughs> please, your mic real quick. Please give me that mic. Give me that mic. Hey, yo, Dan, nigga, where's your own share of this tab, bro? I'm going to ask you right there and then, bro. I'm not playing with you, bro. 
I am not saying I'm a pay. I'm not saying I'm a pay. I'm not. I'm not paying this, and then we're gonna figure it out behind the scenes. No, we gonna agree on it right now, right here, right now, bro. I'm not. I'm not playing that shit with nobody, dog. Nigga, I'm fucking thirty years old, bro. I'm not twenty five no more. Where we playing games, nigga? This is not no uh, 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 monopoly or fucking Uno, bro. No, this is. My bank account versus your bank account, bro. I like seeing I like seeing money in my account too. As you like seeing money in your account. So if you decide yeah. I want to come here, yo, better yo, better come through. And if you're yeah. not, communicate that. At least tell me advance, like yo, son, I don't got it. And then let yeah. me decide that you know what, yo, pull up, bro. Like like I said, bro, I, I like your hands will go out sometimes. Even Josh, Dan, you you guys know this. Like, I'll be like, yo, son, this week is rough. Or you go, yo, this week is rather like, yo, because you got me yeah. last week. Yeah. It's just that understanding, dog. But, you know but, what I mean? It should be that hard. That's the thing, okay? It's okay to go through this like one time, okay? And I, or, or maybe twice. But I feel like if anything, experiences like this among many, what it should teach you is who to have in your circle and who not to have in your circle. If you're yeah, dealing agree. with the same nigga, that every single time you want to sit down and bitch about, I need you to shut the fuck up. Because that don't make no damn sense. Why are you still allowing the same person to come and do that? Okay? And if you are that nigga, you need to, I mean, shit, I guess you wouldn't in this case. I can't even be mad at you. But you yeah, should I mean. No, you shouldn't. If anything, it should teach you to, to, to figure out who, who are these people you're surrounding yourself with and what, what do you have to do to change that circle? Because going out should not be a stressful uh, uh, adventure. It should be something that's fun where everybody goes in and you, what you put in is what you get out. Yeah, and so that's that's why I say, like, for that, man, I, I don't think you should, like, really complain because it seems like these individuals y'all was out with, <laughs> <laughs> you really didn't know them like that. <laughs> no. Yeah. Bro, it's like you a friend of a friend, all right? And I'm with a friend, and we and and, and that's the fucked up part. Like, that is the fucked. I'm up like, part. bro, who, what? And then like I hear that like the person that introduced this, right? I'm like, yo, like what's up with you? Okay, it's like you go out of town, right? And then like you just meet up with, especially I'm gonna be straight up with this man. It's it's my fellow Africans that do this shit. Hey, hey, Dan, Dan, make sure you don't put no names out, please, okay? I can already say. Hey, I don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> if I want to say it, I will say it. Uh, don't worry, Josh, it's not I, you. Don't worry, Josh, it's I, not I know you. it's not me, but I I'm just saying, no for goodness sake, please. No, I'm just saying, like, it's like, it's the African brothers and sisters that, like, okay, I'm hanging out with you. We're not that cool, but now I'm your daddy, you know? It's like... <laughs> You know, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm just saying. Then, you kiss him on the forehead. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I got to put you to bed now. Like, all right, good night, son. <laughs> okay, like, good night. <laughs> but no, man, we all that set, right? Yo, we all that set, right, man? Uh, uh, no, we, we already had um, uh, an hour and 43 minutes. Just real quick, Josh, real quick. And thank you for joining us, by the way, dickhead. Um, could you please, wow. please, please tell us uh, how do you feel about peer pressure, right? And think about drugs, drinking, and sex, negative things, all that stuff. How do you deal with it real quick before we close out? So peer pressure, I, I heard, you know, uh, Dan said something earlier about, you know, it's 
Forget yes, about what dad said. How do you I, feel about I, I, it? Jeez, can I can I use it as a reference? Okay, fine. What I think about it. Since you want to be a dickhead. But, uh, I don't know. Everybody's going to deal with peer pressure one way or another. But I feel like there's a point in your life where you've been through enough shit to know that the end goal is not going to be good. And as for me, yeah, that shit doesn't really work. Unless, you know, it's like kung fu involved. But no, it, it, it really don't work that well for me. Wait, what? Uh, yeah, no, I'm not gonna repeat that last part because it was there. Yeah, pum pum. Wait, what do you wait? Please talk about the pum pum part. How? When? Uh, exactly. what, what happens? No, nah, I mean, if if I if I'm feeling it and she she convincing the nigga, then yeah, that peer pressure gonna work. That peer pressure for a fact is gonna work. For a fact, the fact is gonna work. But yeah, uh, other than that, I can control the rest of it. Drugs? I don't do drugs. I don't like to. I don't like to taste the weed. I'm allergic to cocaine. We're not gonna talk about that. Uh, uh, alcohol, as long as, uh, as long as you know, it's, I can control myself pretty well when it comes to that. If I decide I'm not gonna drink, I'm not gonna drink. I'm gonna make you think I'm drinking, like these clowns of house parties that be thinking do all drink again from 9 a.m. to 9 a.m., which I'm one of those clowns. But that's not the point. The point is, I've learned to fight that peer pressure, and I drink but give the illusion of drinking. I don't know mm. if that answers your question, but I just rambled on hoping that my answer was somewhere in there. Yeah, I feel like if you were part of a conversation from the job, it would have been a better uh, response, but we're oh not going to go God. there. Um, oh <clears throat> I, just want to take, I just want to take this time before we close out to give a special shout out, man, to Deshaunis Spencer. She was a guest on Stuck in Metal Podcast, right? And I'm just looking at this right now on IG. And uh, I'm just reading verbatim, right? So Quality TV, which is um, her app, she founded that. She's the main person, the founder, the CEO, everything about it. Um, it's solely black entertainment, man. Anything black goes on that platform. So uh, Quality TV now broadcasts a new 24-hour live channel that streams a limited selections of its critically acclaimed independent films, documentaries, shows, and kids programming created and produced by mostly black filmmakers. This free ad-supported channel is accessible on the website and also, oh, and all of his apps as well as on Comcast Xfinity X1 and Xfinity Flex. All that just to say, consistency is key. All that just to say, man, like when she came on Stuck in the Middle, it wasn't like, we were just looking at it like, ah, this is probably one of those, you know, one of those TV thingies too as well. But so she stuck to her thing, she grind, and look at where she's at. The sky's, Trinity, not, the sky's not a little man. Experience, though. She's like on a different platform now. Yeah. She wasn't stuck in the middle. So, yo, shout out to her, man. Yeah, man. Right. Come back. Props, man. Props. Shout out to her. Hopefully she don't forget about Stuck in the Middle, man. Like, Come back and tell us, you know what I mean? What was the sauce? What was the ingredients? You know what I'm saying? So for sure, we for sure, for find sure. our own way, some, some way, somehow. All right. It's, it's also good to talk with people like that and figure out, you know, what 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 do they think boosted them to get to that final part? You know what I mean? Because, mm -hmm. you know, you mm -hmm. talk to them on a certain level, and I'm pretty sure they were already grinding at the, when you talk to them at that level. But what is that one? I don't know. The one thing that, like, switched things around. What was the turning point? What was, like, the... The big jump, you know. Right. <clears throat> true, true, true. So with that said, 
let's let's tackle Hans' last question right here. Hey, going through life, what are some of the things you guys worried about? I worry about being shot, man. Oh, <laughs> shit. That was, that, that that was, was deep. Well, that and um, I don't know. I'm, I'm the kind of guy that I don't really technically, technically want to leave any kind of like, you know, like humanitarian print. I just want to leave a legacy for like my family, like for my 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 offspring, if I could say, my children. Like, I feel like if my children's children can still remember me, even though I'm gone, I did something right. So like, that's, that's what you're like, worried about. Yeah, I'm like, I'm worried about not doing that. Like, that's it. Like, I always wonder if I'm doing the right thing for the generation to come, for my generation to come. So, 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 so in turn, you're looking to, you're looking to set up a legacy for them to remember you, right? Because if you don't set up a legacy, yes. just tell me how the fuck are they going to remember you? I mean, it's, there's a lady that, like, I, I don't know why I read this or heard this from, where it said, like, they asked her, oh, I think it was a podcast, where the lady where was talking about, it was in a couch talk, where the lady was talking about, um, like, do you remember your great great grandfather? And she was like, no. And then somebody said, oh, it's because he never left you anything to remember them by. Yeah, that was last couch talk, actually. Yeah, and I was like, damn. <laughs> That's <laughs> you just hurt me, hurt me, like, because <laughs> it's 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 so true. You have nothing to you to remember somebody. You gotta remember them due to something. Like you gotta have something to remember them by. And in order to do so, it might be an estate. It might be a uh, you know a treat. It might be um, a tradition. But there's something, and I'm not saying this in a sense of like money. I'm saying this in the sense of um, I could call this identity, like something that identifies me and that can be passed down onto you know my kids and my kids' kids all down generation. And I'm saying this because that to me it's something that I I'm not really sure how to do because I've seen a lot of families that you know had like passed down money but didn't even know who the, who the heck the money was coming from because there was no relationship within their you know family members it's like <clears throat> so you only remember somebody if money is so you only remember somebody if money is involved no i'm saying i've seen people that had the money involved but don't remember who left it oh okay you know what i mean it's like i don't mm -hmm. think it's just a money thing i feel like it's it's a it's it's a tangible or something physical it might have money but it might have money that is associated to something that would keep on going even after that they could uh, add on to it you know what i mean then pass the baton pass the baton we're closing out somebody else go please because <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i'm not making my point right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just what you think, man. <laughs> uh, going through life, some things that I worry about. So, if you know me, you know this, right? 
I'm not a warrior, right? And uh, I think part of that is my is my spiritual background, to be honest with you. I think um, there's a scripture that I always refer to when it comes to worry, right? And it's uh, Philippians 4, 6. It says, don't worry about anything, but pray about everything. So even if I'm in a position where I feel like I don't really understand what's happening, I really just go to God about it. I don't really think about tomorrow. I let tomorrow worry about tomorrow. And I try to be as present as possible in today, right? So I don't worry about things. I, I operate in victory, to be completely honest with you. And it's never if it's going to work, it's when it works, I'm going to do this. And even if we go back to um, those days when we were working together, AK, the conversations that we had, like everything that I, that I said I was going to do, I did it plus some. Mm -hmm. And everything that you said you were going to go and do, you did it too. And I think it was just energy feeding off each other. And I think once you have that right energy, right, and especially if you have the right dance partner, there's nothing that God won't allow to happen. And I don't, I don't worry about anything, man. I really don't worry about anything. I think worry is for people that really don't have that spiritual relationship and really don't understand to whom they belong to and to whom they come from, right? But if you mm -hmm. know that you're from the I am that I am, there's nothing to worry about in life because it's always going to work out for your favor. Even if it appears like it's an obstacle, it's really just a blessing in disguise. But then again, when you say I am, you said I am something, something I am? Could you that, repeat that, that? I am that I am. So when, okay. you, yeah, when you know that you come from God and you're of God, mm -hmm. everything that you're going through and every obstacle that presents itself is an obstacle that God is in with you. So he's going to provide the solution. So a, um, a popular um, <clears throat> philosopher said, um, I am, therefore I exist, right? And I think it's um, Henry David Thoreau, I believe so. So I am, therefore I exist. In America, I am, therefore I exist. It's not the same with the color of my skin, you know what I mean? Yes, I am, I exist, but to another person, do I really exist? I am just, I am just a, a shadow, right? It's like, oh, this man, I could go out today and I could get pulled over. Now, being who I am, I know that being with, with, with the color of my skin, I wear earrings, I got tattoos, I have to present myself in a different light, right? So I have to be so respectful to the point where even if somebody's saying something stupid, I cannot, I cannot, I have a smart mouth, man. You know, I want a smart mouth a cop too as well. But I have to, you know, sit down and say, yo, my nigga, I could get shot anytime. You feel me? Don't want to get shot. Because I don't want to, I don't want my parents to bury me. It's supposed to be the other way around, right? So yes, God exists, but I'm not going, I'm not going to hide behind the fact that, yo, this is, this, like, this is the real world. You know what I mean? Things do happen down here. And I've never seen where God came down and told, and told a cop, do not shoot that guy. Right. So, you feel so like, do not shoot that guy. I think I get what you're saying. So to answer your question, it's not necessarily a right versus wrong thing. It's a wise versus foolish thing, right? So you have an understanding and a view of everything around you to understand certain things happen as a result of the way you present yourself, right? Mm -hmm. So if you present yourself in a certain light, then the likelihood is you might escalate a situation that you really shouldn't escalate, right? And you right. shouldn't escalate a situation when you're dealing with a guy that has a gun and you don't. Right. You have the wisdom to know, okay, let me step back from this situation and do exactly what he says, how he says, and live to fight another day. That's right. Different. You know what I mean? Right. So right. you already have that, that perspective. So it's not going to happen to you. And a lot of people that this happens to, to be completely honest, they either have the perspective and ignore the perspective, and sometimes it's the wrong place at the wrong time, but a lot of times you can kind of operate in wisdom and you'll win. And a lot of people don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, um, Hans. But, but, but what about the people that do, uh, that do all that but still get shot? 
I mean, life happens and they're, they're anomalies, so to speak. But how many of those do you really know? How many of those can you speak of? And we're speaking about those who provoke it. We're not speaking about the one percentile that just, you know, following the rules, but yet still get the short end of the stick. You know what I mean? Because, bro, like there are certain situations where I sat and I seen somebody provoke a situation. I'm like, bro, you know you could have easily been shot. Like mm. easily been shot. Do mm. you really understand that? They go, oh, I got rights. Motherfucker, I got rights too. That person I got shot got rights too. But look at what happened to them. Exactly. But anyways, we could talk about this forever. Yo, Hans, your final take, man, to your question. Yeah, man. I asked that question because, like, I'm, I'm reading this book, Battlefields of the Mind. That's what, that's what prompted me to ask that question. And I'm, like, trying to get to that point where I don't worry, like as they say. You know what I mean? Because it's, uh, it says worrying is useless. It does not accomplish anything. Right. It's a good thing. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm, I'm literally trying to get to that point. I'm, I'm like, I know things in my head which I want to accomplish, but if I just keep them lingering there, it's going to create this worrisome attitude in me. So let me just try to focus on today's um, um, issues and handle it and control what I can control because at the end of the day, that's going to compound into me accomplishing those things other than worrying about, oh, um, in a year, where am I going to see myself in two years or those things in a year or so, you know? So I, I'm just trying to, like, cast my um, worries uh, onto, uh, onto God and just be like, you know, because when I, when I reflect the back, when I reflect and I think about all the things that I used to be worried about and those things have come to pass and I'm just like, wow, like who would have thought, you know what I mean? So it's just like me just having this free spirit and just keep moving. Hmm. So, God's going to do it for you. You should check out this book, Today Matters by John C. Maxwell. Hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to say What's the name? Book, Today Matters. Uh, is huh? Today Matters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I'm not going to say, I haven't finished the book, but the little part I read of it is basically how we're so, we have a tendency to dwell and worry so much, whether it be about the past or the, or the future, and then forget about right now, you know, and for and living in the now kind of thing. But uh, I'm going to answer your question as well. My biggest fear is not reaching my full potential. But also figuring out what my life, what my potential is, so I can fully achieve it. If that makes sense. Mm, definitely, bro. Yeah. Sorry. All right, gentlemen. Yeah. This well, this was swell. Man, shout out to y'all for always, you know, uh, coming through. Wait, AK, uh, I appreciate. Okay, what do you worry about, or do you worry about anything? <clears throat> I worry about a lot, man. Um, I worry about a lot. Uh, you know how people say. Um, you know how people say I'm a work in progress. Um, mm. There's so much that I've been tapping into right now and information. I love information, right? Because I can use that to my advantage. I can use that to, you know, get to things that I felt before that I couldn't, you know, um, I could use that to 
I'm using that right now to talk to you guys, right? So with all the information I've been able to acquire, uh, the people I talk to and all whatnot, man, it's had me thinking, man, for real, for real, dog, there's one thing that, what are two things that, I, that you know, kind of hold me back from falling asleep, even though I know I fall asleep like, a, like there's no tomorrow. But anyways, uh, two things, man. One is when I start having kids, right? When I start having kids, um, I'm looking at my children, be it male, be it uh, man or woman, right? I'm beginning to think about how I want to impact their lives, right? Uh, for the women, the the interests that are going on right now towards women, right? I'm beginning to start worrying about that. Like, how would I want to address this? What is the information that's presented to me right now? How am I understanding that to create a better tomorrow, you know, for these different folks that will eventually come, right? I worry about that because at the end of the day, I'm still a man in this world, a single man in the world, and a black man at that, right? So I I have to like constantly like think, constantly like adapt, constantly, you know, question things, right? Be it whether it's traditional or non-traditional, to make sure that I'm moving in my purpose, in my life. That's one. Two, every day when I wake up, it's like a routine now. It's like I'm looking at the news. I'm not even looking for what's positive anymore. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? I'm, I'm already like checking for the negative because it's, it's become so normal that it's, in, that it's insane. It shouldn't be this normal. Hmm. People getting shot, people getting killed. Black people getting shot, black people getting killed. Shouldn't be this normal. It should not be, like it's so normalized right now. It's like, eh, somebody gets shot and then the place of cops on the administrative leave, bro. What would stop another cop from doing that? I live in Michigan. Brand rapid to that. When it comes to race, bro, like it's no joke. The racism is here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, most of my peers here to go, yo, listen, man, I know you're from MD. You know, that's a hub of, you know, black folks, you know, um, black entertainment, all that. Like there's a lot of blacks there. The diversity is great, but don't get it twisted, man. Michigan is a whole different breed. And I experienced that firsthand. I mean, the first time, I, I mean, the, yeah, the first time I moved here um, this year, I experienced that firsthand. You know what I mean? I was not, like, I literally said, oh, no, I think the world is progressing, blah, blah, blah. No, it's not. To see that, to see that happen, that does not negate the fact that that could be me the minute I walk out of these doors. And that scares me from really walking out the door. Just to even go get mail, bro. I'm seeing, I'm like, nah, man, I'll, I'll, I'll get mail once a, once a week. Just because I don't really want to deal with certain certain uh, individuals, you know what I mean. And also, too, like to to my my Caucasian friends, I like to ask them about white privilege. That's like my favorite thing. I don't give a fuck how you feel. You get red. That's your fucking problem. I'm gonna still ask you. And once you when you start downplaying that, like it's not a thing, that's really telling me like, yo, <laughs> I don't need to hang around this person because anything could be passing around this person. I don't know really who your friends are or what kind of mentality you have, you know, stuff like that. So those things keep me up at night. Those things I'm scared of. I, like I said, man, I don't want my parents to bury me. I want to leave my purpose and give my parents, I repay back the love my parents gave me on this earth and watch them go 
eventually at some point and not the other way around. So I think about that. I think about that. And when I see my peers, my friends going out of the way to say, oh, I got rights, man, that should crack me up. I'm just like, okay, but don't get it twisted. I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna say this right now. I'm a very different brief, bro. If we are friends and I'm taking precautions not to be shot out there and you not taking the same precautions, best believe when, if that ever happens, I will never feel bad because you have a mind of your own. And the same way as I'm moving, I'm telling you and you don't want to listen, it's all good. But once it's all said and done, I don't want nobody to be like, oh, you don't have emotions. Motherfucker, where was it? I had so much emotions when this nigga was alive. Why could he not listen to me? Why is it now that I'm supposed to have emotions? No, I don't have emotions at the end to give. I have emotions during the process. By the end, if it's bad, I don't have the emotions to give. And I'm good with that. Anybody who thinks otherwise, that's their problem, not mine. But I'm scared to be shot. Being back in America right now is like one of the scariest things. Job-wise, even going outside, even in every, like in every spectrum, if you think about it, it's just bad. So that's one thing I'm scared about. I'm scared for our Black women as well, even though they think that we don't hold them in high regards. We do hold them in high regards, but I also want to understand that we have these things that we deal with too. So together, we could build a better tomorrow, but divided, that better tomorrow will never exist. That's all I got to say to that. Yeah. Anyways, it was well. We got to dissect that next episode. You said a lot. Yeah. That is the way to kill it. Hey man, let's all, uh, unfortunately we do not have a, a Palm Wine Central page, um, any page, Facebook, Instagram, whichever, but follow Stuck in Middle Podcast, you know what I mean? You will get, you will get all this content on there. We are on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Google Podcasts, whichever, Stitcher, Anchor, man, shout out to Anchor, man, shameless plug, but anyways, whatever. Shout out to Anchorman for giving that free platform, you know, to stream podcasts as well. If you're thinking that podcast, you got to pay for it. Think again. Hey, it's free. Hey, shout out to uh, Joe Rogan, man, showing that there's hope and this thing of ours. Mm. Yeah, man. Shout out to Joe Rogan for that. that no. Anyways, that's a whole different episode, man. Please, 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 please comment. Comment, review, like us on all, on, um, like Stock in the Middle of all platforms. Subscribe to Palm Wine Central on all these different streaming platforms. Send in questions, man. You know what I mean? Even us, we get we get overwhelmed. We we argue so much about our questions that we don't even know what to talk about here today. So we would love for our true, listeners true. to send us questions, you know. Even if it's personal questions, send them. We'll answer them. There's yeah, no lady. Holla at the Palm Wine Poppies, man. We waiting for y'all. <laughs> 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 wow. That, yeah, that's what we're going to call now. I like it. Happy. Yeah. Man. Joshua, I thought, Joshua, you were the one who said that, you know, your DMs were free for them to slide in. So that name really reflects to you. Uh, but anyways, listen, this time I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm here with Joshua. I'm My here with DM Josh. <laughs> I'm Gucci. Hey, watch your social handles, man. Mine is WiseManAK on all platforms. Boss underscore the beast, all platforms. 
Now Hans underscore IG. Catch me where you catch me, man. I'm not on social media. <laughs> catch me in these streets. Catch me outside. How about that? Wow. Mine's going to be approver, A-P-P-R-O-V-E-R, on Instagram, and Mr. Underscore Approver for Snapchat. And Mr. Approver, capital M, capital A for Twitter. Everything else, uh, yeah. Oh, there's no family. What? What are you approving? The DMs. <laughs> That's a story for another time. They approve the DMs. You already said they approve the yeah. DMs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, stuck in the middle of all platforms. Shout out to my Banya. You know, um, I know the I know the great, great, great podcast on the Stuck in the Middle podcast as um Pawan Central. We encourage you guys, man, to you know um join Stuck in the Middle in this and put you know networking, bringing people together in this whole tins, man. What are you waiting for, man? Like if you want to stay in the dark, no problem, stay in the dark. Don't worry, just let us shine, eh? Just let us shine. Shout out to y'all niggas. I love y'all niggas. And we out. Audi. Can you feel the fire? Can you feel the fire now?